Okay, our chapter for today is 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. In this chapter, Paul is mainly reminding them of when he first came to preach to them, uh, first came to preach the gospel to them, and also to encourage them to walk in a manner worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory, verse 12. He commends them uh, for being faithful to Christ, even as they, uh, puts it, as he puts it in verse 14, suffered the same things that other Christians in other places had suffered as well. He tells them that... Uh, when he stands before the Lord, that they, the Thessalonians, would be his glory and joy. Tells them that in verse 20. So it's meant to be another bit of uh, encouragement to them. I want to zero in on one great verse in this chapter. Um, in the middle of Paul's encouragement to them here, he mentions specifically that when they received the word of God that Paul and Silas preached to them, he says in verse 13, they accepted it not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you believers. And that's an interesting verse to me for at least two reasons. First, because it shows us how we as believers should view and understand what the Bible is. And secondly, it shows us how much we need the scriptures in our lives as believers. First, Paul is reminding them that as believers, they are those uh, who believe not only that God has revealed himself through Jesus Christ, but that he has also revealed himself to us through his word. Uh, the Bible isn't simply a book like any other book, but is actually and literally God's word to us. It, it astonishes me that professing believers can be involved in a, a pattern of behavior that they uh, should not be involved in, be confronted by a brother or sister in Christ who shows them what Scripture says about the matter, and the professing believer isn't faced by it at all and treats it simply as a divine suggestion. When that happens, it could mean two possibilities. Either that profession of faith is false, or they don't truly understand all the implication of the Bible being God's word. But we need, like the Thessalonians did, to see the Bible for what it is, the word of God. For that reason... We realize that it is inerrant, telling us only the truth. It's infallible, un unable to lead us astray. It's authoritative, directing our actions and obligations, and sufficient, uh, telling us all we need to know to live a godly life in Christ Jesus. I would also add that it is clear that God communicated himself to us in a clear uh, manner. No other book is like that. Then again, the Bible is no ordinary book. Secondly, though, Paul shows the importance of having regular intake of God's word in our lives when he points out that it is the word of God which is at work in you believers. The Bible is what works in us to change us progressively to make us like Christ. You cannot expect to grow in Christ-likeness if you neglect your Bible. What did Paul... Uh, call the Bible in Ephesians 6 the sword of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks and works in us through the pages of Scripture. Uh, you, you, you deafen yourself to the voice of God when you never pick up your Bible to read it. You cannot expect to hear from God or to grow as a Christian in Christ-likeness if you consistently neglect your Bible. Apart from the Bible, how do you know what God is saying to you? Apart from the Bible, how do you know what God expects of you? Apart from your Bible, how do you know what God has already done for you? You can't. When you neglect your Bible, 
you worship and serve a God created in your own image and out of your own imagination. God has told us who he is, and he has told us what he has done for us, and he has told us what is expected of us. And when we make good use of it in our daily lives, God does his work in our lives and makes us more and more like his son. Just a couple of thoughts from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2.